0: Welcome to the LifePoint Palm Bay Sermon Podcast. We encourage you to make copies of this message, but please don't charge for those copies. If you'd like to know more about LifePoint Palm Bay, please visit lifepointpb.com. Hello, Church. Welcome back to House to House. We're on episode 21, I believe, today, and uh, which is amazing. Today's June the 3rd. And there are a number of things I need to share with you. A lot happening, things beginning to pick up pace here. And so let me quickly run through a few details with you and then share something that God's laid on my heart relating to all the events that are going on uh, in our country right now. Uh, first of all, Let me say that if you happen to receive some kind of communication, email or text or whatever that looks official as though it came from me asking you for money or gift cards or I'm trying to do something for someone and surprise them, uh, I want you to know that's a fake. That is not me. That's happened to several different ministry uh, departments. Um, it may happen to you as well, and let me just remind you, I've said this before, but I don't like to say it from time to time, that if there's ever a need financially, I will communicate it to you face to face, whether it's on video or when we're gathered back together. So if you get something like this, you can almost always be sure it's not me. And if you have a question or a doubt, just make a phone call to the office and, and double check, but you won't get communications like that from me. So be aware of those scams that are out there, and I feel really badly because they use my name to perpetrate that scam. Secondly, uh, we had hoped to be able to start back together, meeting together again this coming Sunday, June the 7th. Um, But working with the staff and all the different areas of ministry, realizing it's going to take just a little bit more time to make sure that we can do it efficiently and do it safely. And so, right now, our goal, we're shooting for June the 14th. So, mark that date on your calendar, June 14th. And starting next week, next Monday, Um, there will be some new things. First of all, there will be a video and I encourage you to watch the video. It will explain the new procedures that we have in place as we come back and meet together. That will also be the first day that you can sign up, that you can RSVP for services and you think, wait a second, we've never done that before. I know we've never done it before. I never imagined that we would, but we need to at least right now. So all of that information will be there for you on the video if you have a problem with the video or with the technology, you say, I don't know how to sign up, or I don't know how this all works, or I'm not understanding, just email or call the office and we'll be happy to help you walk through all that. All right? And uh, all of these things are happening really, really quickly. We're excited about that. It seems like for, for 80 days, matter of fact, 80 days ago today is when the shutdown began. And so it's been kind of wait and see for 80 days, and now all of a sudden things are picking up quickly. But I'm excited about it. I'm excited about being back together with you in the same room uh, as opposed to this medium. thankful for this medium, but grateful that we're going to be able to be back together. Look forward to that. Also, I want to talk just for a minute uh, about what's happening in our country right now. Um, You're aware, as I'm sure... I'm sure you are. I am. I've been watching uh, what's taking place in, in Minneapolis-St. Paul, and then other places around the country the protests and demonstration, and, and then riots that have broken out as well. And quite honestly, those are two separate things. We don't want to kind of combine them. Um, Protest. Um, have are one way of expressing, hey, there's something, something needs to change here, something needs to be done. And so that's one issue, the riots, the looting, the damage, the, the vandalism, that's a whole nother issue. But I've been watching it and just crying out, it's like, Lord, what, what is it that I'm supposed to do? I don't live in Minneapolis, St. Paul, or in Washington, DC, or New York City, or in LA. I'm here, I'm in Palm Bay, Melbourne, West Melbourne. I'm in this area. Lord, what is it that I'm supposed to do? How am I supposed to be your hands and feet in all of this? And so as I was praying, the Lord gave a passage, and I I know it was for me. It may be for some of you as well. So let me just share it with you, and you ask the Lord how he would have you respond to it. The passage is in James chapter 1. And there in James, starting in verse 19, and the passage came to my mind, I couldn't remember where it was, I had to go look it up. But verse 19, it says, know this, my beloved brethren. Notice he's talking to brethren, brothers and sisters. He's talking to those of us who are believers. So we're not talking about unbelievers, we're talking about believers. Know this, believers, fellow believers, that we should be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to get angry. There's a lot of anger right now, a lot of that even wrath that's boiling over. Um, but the instruction to you and me, be quick to listen, be slow to speak, be slow to get angry. We generally go the other direction. We're usually quick to speak, quick to get angry, and very slow to listen. I want you notice the promise that goes with this, verse 20. Now, we love promises like in Hebrews 13 where it says, um, that where the promise is, I will never leave you or forsake you. Or in Matthew where Jesus said, Lo, I am with you even to the ends of the age. You know, we we love those promises, and there are many, many others. This is a promise, too, that we may not have paid much attention to. But he said that the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. It can't. It's impossible. That our anger does not produce his righteousness. I say that to us as believers because sometimes we're getting angry in response to the anger that we see, or we're responding with harsh, judgmental, critical words because of what we see. Anger never produces God's righteousness. That's, That's the promise here. So again, I remind you, and this is where the Lord's really had me, take time, stop, be quick to listen, be slower to speak, and be very slow to get angry. Does that mean we shouldn't be passionate? I think we should be passionate about things. When we see injustice, when we see things that are wrong, we should be passionate about it. Passion, the right kind of passion will lead to compassion. The wrong kind of passion will lead to much more destructive expressions. And we don't want that. We don't want to be part of it. We don't want to encourage it. Uh, And we certainly don't want to stir it up with our words. So another warning, I do this pretty regularly. Be careful what you put on social media. It is and at best, a, an incomplete way to communicate at best. And so be very careful what you put there and how it's going to be interpreted uh, and what you share in those places. matter of fact, my encouragement to you, as it is to me, do a lot more listening right then, now than speaking. Now, as I've been listening, as a matter of fact, I had the prompting um, even earlier today. I called Bishop Merton Clark. He's a dear friend, um, pastors at Truth Revealed here in, in Palm Bay. And I just said, Can I ask you your perspective on all that's happening? And we had a great conversation. Him sharing things as an African American man older than me, and just his perspective, things that he has seen, things that they experience, things that his church members experience that quite honestly surprised me because I don't experience them, and probably most of you don't experience them. And so it was a great conversation. Now, I had to, I'll confess to you, there were a couple times as he was sharing with me that, um, there were certain words or ideas that I kind of reacted to internally. And the Holy Spirit reminded me, be quick to listen. Don't respond to that, just be quick to listen. And so I did. I was kind of quiet, I was just listening, and I was, and I was being, Lord, what do I do with all of this? This is the second passage that the Lord gave me. Second Timothy, chapter 2, excuse me, 1 Timothy, chapter 2, verse 8. Here's what he says. He says, it's my desire that in every place, in Minneapolis, in Palm Bay, in Melbourne, in Washington, D.C., in every place that men, women would lift up holy hands and that they would pray without anger and quarreling. Folks, this is the time right now, I think, to do two things, to listen more than we've listened before, and to lift up holy hands is to say, Lord, I don't know what to do, but I'm waiting, I'm listening for you to give me direction to give me instruction. How can I be your hands and feet in this day, in this situation? I pray that God will give you wisdom as he gives me wisdom, and that we will take his word and apply it to our lives and see him do transformation that could never be accomplished any other way. God bless you. Grace and peace.